Welcome to the Next Level Faith Podcast. I'm your host, Julianne Kirkland, best-selling author and life coach. Join me each week to learn more about the strategies, tools, and mindset needed to arise from the overwhelm and create a joyful life you love. To learn how you can work with me further or to get your free copy of my book, The Water Walker, check out juliannekirkland.com. Also, be sure to hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode because the best version of you begins on your next level of faith. And once you understand there are two kingdoms with two rulers, you get to decide which kingdom you will become a citizen of. You see, just as I'm a citizen of the United States, and that comes with certain rights, certain laws, certain privileges, and when I go against one of those, there are consequences for it. Okay? Same thing in the kingdom of heaven. Now, I have yet to meet someone who chooses the kingdom of darkness. Are they out there? I'm sure they are, but I have yet to meet someone. Okay? There are plenty of people who choose the kingdom of darkness, but simply by default because they're neglecting to choose the kingdom of light, which means you know, by default, you're choosing the kingdom of darkness, which means as horrible as it sounds, Satan is your ruler. Okay. I told you this topic gets people all in their feels. (laughs) It's a big gut check because you see, most people want to claim the kingdom of heaven, but are still living and working as if they are citizens of the kingdom of darkness. In John 17, 14 through 16, we're told multiple times that even though we are in the world, we are not of the world. We are set apart. And how do we know when we are acting of this world instead of of God? That's where the sanctification process comes in, right? It's taking us from glory to glory and it's surrendering all those fleshly desires, that carnality that we have, allowing ourselves to be sanctified, to be more like Christ. In verse 17, it says, sanctify them in truth, set them apart for your purposes, make them holy. Your word is truth. And then Jesus goes on to say that in verse 20, but also for all those who will ever believe and trust in me through their message that they may be one just as you father are in me and I in you that they may also be one in us so that the whole world may believe without any doubt that you sent me we choose to live as citizens of the kingdom of heaven while still living here in the world And we do that by living by the truth, by the word of God. Matthew 6.10 tells us, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. We are commissioned to pray this way because that is how God wants us to live. He's not saying, okay, while you're in the world, you just do the worldly things and I'll check back in when you get to heaven. No, he's saying, bring it down. Bring the kingdom down. The goal of a kingdom entrepreneur is to first check and sanctify all that you do in accordance with the kingdom principles. 
you are functioning of the kingdom of heaven in the kingdom of the world. You no longer work and play of the world, yet go to church and live of God. Does that make sense? Like as a kingdom entrepreneur, God is your CEO, your COO, your janitor, and everything in between. He's involved in it all. I noticed when I first began to allow the Holy Spirit to lead me, which side note right here, being led by the Holy Spirit is not the same as being inspired by the Holy Spirit. Being led by the Holy Spirit requires action on your part. That's a writer downer right there. Okay. Being led is not the same as being inspired because being led by the Holy Spirit requires action on your part. Okay. When I first started being led and aligning my life with God's will, I noticed depending on the season, the maturity, or the mood I was in, I would go forth in one of three ways. Okay. Way number one, I would go before God. I'm extremely ambitious. I am like balls to the wall, get it done. Go, 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 go. Okay. And this is really a common theme amongst ambitious women, especially those who are entrepreneurs, because we are taught by all the experts to jump and build your wings on the way down, right? To just start, to just start messy, do it afraid, take that imperfect action. And although all that has truth to it, and it is all great business advice, okay? You have to start. You can't You can't think, oh, I need to make this perfect. I need to make this perfect. You have to start. And sometimes you have to do it afraid, and sometimes you have to do it messy, okay? But you don't do it before God. In Isaiah, we learn all about how God's way is higher than ours. His thoughts are higher than ours and he will do super abundantly more than our greatest dreams, our greatest imaginations, because that's how God operates. He multiplies. Take one of my favorite stories in the Bible. It's the story of the woman who sells the oil. She comes to the prophet Elisha, which quick backstory on Elisha. I love him so much because he is following his spiritual mentor, Elijah. And he's bold enough to ask for Elijah's double portion when he ascends to heaven. Like he wants the multiplication of the spirit that's been laid upon Elijah. He's like, Lord, that's what I want. And he does. He sees Elijah transcend to heaven and, and he gets it. And that it just, anyway, backstory on him. I just, I love his boldness. I love that he wanted that double portion. And it's just, it's amazing to me. And then how he, he comes and he just has all these miraculous things happen. But anyway, so the woman comes to Elisha and ask him to help her. Okay. She owes this creditor so much that the creditor is going to come take both of her sons from her to be his slaves to pay her debt. Okay. So it's pretty, you know, substantial. So she goes to 
Elisha and she's like, I need your help. And he's like, what, what shall I do for you? Tell me, what do you, what do you have? What do you have in your house? That's a value. And she replies, all I have is a small jar of oil. So Elijah then tells her, go borrow empty containers from all of your neighbors. And then he makes sure to tell her, not just a few. He knows what's about to happen. And he's like, not just a few, go to all your neighbors and borrow empty containers. Okay. And then he says, now go back home and fill the jars with your oil. Now take a minute and imagine the scene with me, right? This woman is desperate for this man of God to help her. She is desperate for him to save her sons from being taken from her to be enslaved over her debt. And she goes to this man of God, hoping for, you know, a miraculous healing or him to like give her money or resources or whatever. And his response is, what do you have? And she's like, I have a small jar of oil. And he's like, cool. All right. Take that and go borrow some empty jars and then start filling those empty jars with your small jar of oil. And can you imagine her carrying all these empty jars back to her house, setting them down on the counter, looking at her small jar of oil being like, um, okay, well, I got to give it a try, you know, like this is what the man of God said to do. So here's to the multiplication Lord. <laughs> and it does. She is able to fill up all of these jars until not one is left. And once they were all full, that's when the oil stopped multiplying. Do you see what Elijah did? Elijah was teaching her how to be a kingdom entrepreneur. He didn't give her money. He didn't pay her debt for her. He said, no, what do you have? Go sell it. So when she did, she comes back and she has all these jars of oil. She comes back to Elijah and he's like, okay, now go sell them, pay your debt. And with the rest, you and your sons can live off of. In the kingdom of heaven, we wear the garment of praise. We have the peace that passes all understanding. We abound in the fullness of joy. And here on earth, that stands out. <laughs> That's unusual, even weird. But when we take God at his word and we walk in consistent steps of obedient faith, we get to experience on earth as it is in heaven. And Jesus wants a relationship with all of his children. And God is going to give his baby boy what he wants. And he is wanting to use you and me and everyone we have influence over to do so. The community that you are building matters. And it matters so much more than, than just having that tribe of people, you know, to love and support and cheer you on. Kingdom community is going to uphold you to the promises that God has for you. I can't even begin to explain how radically different my life changed when I got a spiritual mentor. 
I read the story of Elisha and his for all intents and purposes mentor, Elijah, in 2 Kings chapter 2. And it was the story that confirmed for me the gift of having someone who intentionally helps you grow in your relationship with God. You see, Elisha wanted the double portion of his mentor's spirit and anointing, but it wasn't Elijah's to give. Elijah had told Elisha that what he asked for was a difficult thing because he knew it was only God's to give. Elisha had to prove himself trustworthy through his action of obedient faith. So Elijah told him, if you see me when I'm taken from you, it shall be for you. A mentor is not the ride. The mentor is the guide. The mentor is the one who helps guide you and hold you accountable to who God is calling you to be. But the work is done by you and the Holy Spirit. You see, Elijah couldn't give him that double portion. It wasn't his to give. It was Elisha's work with the Holy Spirit. Because when Elisha did see his mentor taken up to heaven in a whirlwind, and he went and he grabbed Elijah's mantle, and he took it and he struck the waters crying out, where is the Lord, the God of Elijah? And when he struck those waters, they divided to the right and to the left, allowing him to cross over. You see, Elisha was expecting to have this supernatural encounter that proved he received what he had asked for, but it was him. There was, there was no light up. There was no sparks flying from him. There was no big, huge, you know, physical thing that happened for him. And so he went and he grabbed the mantle of his mentor and struck the waters like, um, God, hello, where are you? I I saw him go up. You're supposed to give me my double portion. And when he did, when he struck those waters, they parted to the right and to the left, just as they had done for his mentor, Elijah. God is multiplying my return on what I invest and entrust to him. That relationship with my mentor is 100% a divine appointment, 100%. And God is multiplying the return on that investment, not only in influence, not only financially speaking, but in my growth, it's multiplied because it's kingdom math. Having the right spiritual mentor and coach in your life will keep you walking through that narrow gate getting you the keys to open heaven's realm and release on earth that which is released in heaven. Remember, community starts with two. God says, when two or more are gathered in my name, I am among them. I am so grateful to be mentoring and coaching ambitious women to arise as kingdom entrepreneurs. I never could have imagined just how fulfilling this call would be. God's ways always prove higher. Now, I've been through some serious ish in my life, (laughs) but I kept walking, knowing that God was calling me higher, but I spent way too much time wandering in my wilderness of self-doubt, confusion, and unbelief. That is not what God purposed me for, and that's not what God has purposed you for. He is ready to give you the keys. Are you ready to prove yourself trustworthy with surrender and obedient steps of faith?
So how does this all relate to experiencing supernatural acceleration through building kingdom community? Because everything in the kingdom is relational. Getting the keys to the realm of heaven while we're here on earth is so that we live in such a way that other people want to know and experience why we are so different. Okay, my friends. That's all I have for you today. I want to honor you for continuing to support and share this podcast. Your referrals are received as the greatest compliment. So I want to thank you. And as always, please message me over on Instagram at the Julian Kirkland and share with me how God spoke to you through this episode. And remember, the best version of you begins on your next level of faith. Bye for now.